0: Can I sleep, there is no way, when all I do is dream of you every day, my mind isn't still, when I'm alone, the words don't come out right, when I call you on the phone, I'm thinking of all those things you have said,
1: your words keep going. is Nicola Pitt and from the years 2013 and 2018 I worked here at the Karma Music record label and it was while working here that I met a wonderful man named Mark McCormack who started work on the same day as I did in 2013. We both rocked up to the reception Desk here at Karma at the exact same moment and declared that we were starting our first day of work. He was also in the record label and he was uh, starting work at training sound engineers for Karma Music, the record label. And he did some wonderful work in uh, those three years in communities all around Central Australia, as well as over in, a little bit over into WA, uh, training the Music Industry Ranger Program. Mark had such a passion for music. He was so talented, he could play many different instruments, but his particular talent was in explaining how to play music in a way that was really easy to understand.
0: And your words keep going around in my head For a moment, as we steal a touch? Are we at peace or am I asking too much? I'm trying to find as simple as they can.
1: Tell me why I want you much more than a friend. He also had a really great sense of humour. He could see the funny thing in any, in any situation. I think this is what made him so popular out in the communities. He would train the music industry rangers, as the program was called. They were all musicians out in the communities, for example, communities like Santa Teresa and Papunya, Hermansburg, and further afield as well. And he would go and spend a month in each of these communities training up the music industry rangers who were chosen by the communities, as they were all musicians themselves, and he would train them in how to look after the equipment, how to set up a local gig in community, as well as how to record themselves and so it was really great skills for everyone to have out there and they would be training and using the Karma music equipment and then the idea was that uh, those rangers would be able to come in and train and get music industry experience setting up events here in Alice Springs for the various festivals in town like Bush Bands Bash and the Alice Desert Festival and the program worked really well and it was a wonderful time here at Karma Come music record label and um, he really left a, an amazing legacy And um, so it was with a very heavy heart that last week we all learnt that he passed away on the 6th of March. Mark was born in Tasmania, but he left to go to Victoria, to Melbourne, and worked as a sound producer with his own recording studio for many years and recorded lots of big bands. And he spent so much of his life recording other people's music despite the fact though that he was writing songs his whole life as well so he had a whole lot of songs that he um, had never recorded before until quite recently but when he was working in Victoria he had such a wide variety of skills that when he saw this ad for this trainer that they wanted he he saw it in his local newspaper I think and uh, he said to his wife this is me that they're looking for all the skills that, that they're wanting it is I've got them all the only problem is that it's in Alice Springs <laughs> is what he said and his wife Monica wasn't that impressed so she didn't uh, help him too much with the CV, writing of the CV, because she wasn't that keen on uprooting her life. But um, he did it himself and he sent off the CV and his experience spoke for itself because I can attest and anyone close to him that his spelling and all of that was pretty atrocious. But the language of music was perfect. So that spoke through his CV and he started work here and his wife came with him and they were here for almost three years and really loved it. And he said he would still be living in Alice Springs if he hadn't had this illness that came back.
0: I don't know what it is. out
1: here. It was just before his 50th birthday, I remember, and um, he had been battling a very rare blood condition, but it was in remission. He had three amazing years here and then the illness came back. They had to leave Alice Springs in a hurry to go back to the hospital in uh, Melbourne. Uh, and what it was, was something else had come and it was it ended up being leukemia that he battled then for almost seven years. And so it's an um, it's. Uh, an amazing testament to his strength that he lasted for seven years uh, battling leukemia and getting weaker and, and and thinner all the time but the interesting thing about that is that because he spent his whole life recording the music of other people he didn't have time to record any of his own music and so when they had to return for his illness and he wasn't working anymore he finally had all this time and so recorded two albums in that time of his own music that he'd been writing for years and years. They had bought a beach uh, cottage before moving to Alice Springs and um, and so they moved back to that beach cottage when he got sick and it was a beautiful place on the sea and um, they fixed it up while it was there while they when they moved back and he wrote a song about living next to the beach and local artist Katie Harder sang the vocals on that song and it's a wonderful song all about how lovely it is to live close to the beach which would have been a nice contrast I suppose after the, his time in the desert. And he, in fact, he, he worked a lot with um, different artists in the creating of these the music when he got sick because his lungs deteriorated so much that it was actually towards the end he couldn't record a whole song. He had to record each line in the album um, words in my head. He recorded each line individually, sometimes 20 or 30 times, and then stitched it all together to create a song. So it's just a remarkable effort to put that album together. And he was so happy that he managed to um, put those albums together. The last two songs on that album will just make anyone uh, anyone cry. I would challenge anyone to listen to those songs with a dry eye. And um, Feet Out Girl is dedicated to his wife, Monica.
0: You've given me so many years Undying love, sweat and tears Held my hand when I was down You cried with me when that news came down You worked so hard to keep me fed and I can't even make my own bed When you're exhausted At the end of the day I see you lying there My beautiful feet out girl I see you All around, our loyalty and love Chainsaws and paint, garden and gloves I'm happy here, just seeing your face You make our home a much better place And at the end of the day I see you lying there, my beautiful feet out girl. I see you lying there, my beautiful feet out girl. How could we have known this good girl?
1: think it meant a lot to him to be able to record that final album. Um, but at the same time, he was also not intending it to be his final album. He had he, he told me that he still had hundreds small songs to record. He was a very, very talented man. He always wanted the first album to be a gospel album because he was a man who had a deep Christian faith and he wanted that first album to be an album for God. And so that first album was uh, released and it was called Good News for the World. And it's really beautiful and so many different styles on there, but a bit of blues, a bit of country. And so with that one done, then the second album he wanted to release was a collection of songs that he had in his head for years and years but um, many of them were newer ones uh, that deal with the topic of his mortality that he was facing and um, so there are some songs on there which I couldn't listen to them without crying that's for sure. So that album was called Words in My Head and it was released last September. He did an interview with Kyle Dowling about that album and it was a lovely interview and he was so happy to be talking to Karma. He had such good memories of his uh, years here in Karma and living in Alice Springs in general and he just loved the work out in communities and he just loved uh, working with the music industry rangers who just adored him. In fact the Santa Teresa band Eastern Reggae were very close to him and uh, one of the musicians Donovan Moladad asked him to be godfather to his daughter Milica and so all of the music industry rangers who he worked with out here in the communities have been very sad to hear the news that he's passed away. We wanted to get the word out that um, there's going to be a memorial service for him this coming Saturday. He touched the lives of many people across the community for example um, he attended the open mic nights every, every week across the um, town. His work in the communities, so his uh, friends out in community would love to see. He had friends in the different churches around town, for example, the Salvation Army Church. So we're inviting everyone who knew Mark to come to his memorial this Saturday afternoon at... Campfire in the heart at Raganisi Road at 3 p.m. It'll be an afternoon tea so if you can uh, please bring a plate to share. so it'll be wonderful to see Mark's friends there so that we can remember and pay tribute to what a wonderful man he was.
0: Keep going round in my was. I don't mind what you wear always catch my eye Your natural beauty Melts in with the skies And just for a moment as we still a touch? Are we at peace? Or am I asking too much? I'm trying to find As simply as we can Tell me why I want you much for that a friend you Yes they do.